Hey, today I want to deal with, I want to talk about the liberals of uh, Christians' theology towards conservative uh, orthodoxy, essentially. And I got a beautiful, powerful book called, uh, basically about the broadcast by Gershom Machen regarding, uh, regarding his own salvation. And it is a really, really powerful uh, demonstration of uh, the gospel. I I want to put this in the recording, the audio as well. Put it in the YouTube already. But Gresham Mission was facing a lot of his. He's one of the top theologians uh, in the in the 20th century, if not the most significant theologians uh, in in the in the century in America, especially. But uh, he's the one who split from Princeton University after the after the liberal onslaught, and he started uh, Westminster's Theological Seminary. But uh, when he was facing all this liberal uh, onslaught on theological ground, um, he started a radio program. One of the radio program, in the midst of all these uh, liberal attacks, he got very intensely personal, very personal. One of the things are very, very powerfully revealing uh, about the power of the gospel. He said, he said this essentially, roughly. I'm a flawed, sinful man. You see, can you help me? You, you don't have to give me exhortations how to get close to God, how to be right with God, with all this. I need to hear, I need to know how God can save me. And do you have any good news for me? That is, that is the question. That's the crux of the matter. He's saying that I don't need you to come and tell me how to, the how-to series, how to get right with God, how to draw near to God, and how to be saved, how to respond to Jesus, Jesus Christ and all this. But I need to know the gospel. All the things that you mentioned is, are, the, uh, are the moral values. You see, this is exactly what it is. The liberal theologians and the Christians believe and love the moral ideals of Jesus Christ. But they doubted the historical Jesus. In other words, they were refute and question the resurrection of Christ. Today, this week is Passover. <laughs> and uh, this weekend is the Resurrection Sunday. They will question that. They question the deity of Christ. They deny the the deity of Christ, but they love the Jesus. Love your love your neighbors. They love what Jesus said. Take care of the the orphans and and the, the widows, which all Christians love to. Which it's part of our power, part of calling. But <clears throat> for them, is to deny the deity. Whether Christ raised the dead, whether Christ walked on water, they refuted all those stuff. Alright, so so Rachel, uh, Gresham Machen came to a point, look, if you take away all those deity stuff of God, you're taking God out of the equation. So I'm saying it's all us trying to get into the kingdom of God by our biomoralistic good judgment, good values that Jesus has taught us. I'll tell you this. You'll be crushed trying to be moralistically acceptable to God because no one can do that. No one. That's why, you know why? 
because we are flawed, sinful men. This is what the doctrine of deprivation is. We are depraved. In other words, we can't save ourselves. Look at what Paul wrote in the book of Romans. Paul says, you were dead in your sins. Did you hear the word dead? Let me ask you this. Can dead men or dead women make a decision to receive Jesus into his or her life? Of course not. The answer is no. We're dead. I'm not talking about dead physically, emotionally. What Paul here is saying, you're dead in your sins. But you are alive. You are alive physically, but you were dead in your sins. Spiritually, before anyone become a Christian, we were all dead. We we're all dead. Spiritually dead. We can't hear God. We can't receive God. We can't love God. We can't accept Jesus into our life on our own accord. People get confused thinking, you know, I can't. You know, people think the process of conversion is I listen to the gospel. I listen to the sermon. I, I hear the testimony. I move to my heart. And I come to a point. I put my faith in Christ. I give my life to Jesus. I receive Jesus into my life. That is correct. But Jesus already said that no one can come to me unless my father draws him. Calls him, draws him to me. The fact that you responded to Jesus is because God the Father draw you. If he didn't draw you, you were still dead in your sins. You couldn't come to Jesus when you are dead. Can dead men walk? That's clear. So Gresham mentioned said, I'm a deeply flawed man. I'm a deeply sinful, flawed, flawed, sinful man. Can you help me? Do you have good news for me? That is what he's asking. That's what we all should be asking. I want the good news. Do you have good news for me? You see, Jesus has done all the works. He has good news ready for us. Good news is in you. It's the gospel in Greek. That's good news. The gospel, the word in Greek is actually good news. Good news is, is not good performance. It's not what you have performed. How are you done to, to earn the, the favor of God? The good news is, is the news. Somebody has done it for you. God has sent His Son to die for us as a substitution. And He has resurrected from the dead. And He's the reason Christ. He's the reason King to rule over and all the entire cosmos and the world. And we have that pleasure to be, to be included, to be inducted into the family of God, into the kingdom of God. That's the good news. We don't need exhortations of the moral values. Remember that. That's hugely important. I hope you guys get this. So in your own walk with God and seek after God. You know, you're trying to do good works. You see, James says without, without works, faith is dead. Right? That's correct. But that's after you have received Christ into your life. Not before. You see, before you're trying to justify yourself. But after that is sanctification. It's no more justification. After you, you, you received Christ into your life, 
your heart is changed. You want to please God. You want to serve God. And that comes from the conviction of the Holy Spirit. That comes from the compelling power, conviction of the Word of God. And that comes from God as well. The fact that we want to serve God, it has to be coming from God. That's why the book of Psalms have fear the Lord. You shall be blessed. People will misunderstand that. Oh, because I'm going to fear God now so that I'll be blessed. I'll do well in my business. My children do well. And I'll have good health, etc. I have to fear God. But that with the wrong attitude. You don't fear God for that. You fear God for who He is. What does it mean? Like, you know, um, the Psalms also say, Teach me thy words. Reveal the wonders of thy word to me, that I may fear you. You can't fear God until God reveals His word to you. Or else it will be a, just a mechanical, self-induced action of trying to fear God, try to please God, to earn God's favor. There will be a religion. There will be not Christianity. Christianity is God, touch my heart. Convict me. Move my heart. Teach me your ways, O oh God. Oh God, teach me your precepts that I may meditate upon thy word, that I may fear you, that I may obey you. Obedience comes from God opening our eyes first. That's the sequence. So James said, without works, without good works, your faith is dead. Like, you know, you see they're hungry, you send them away, you don't give them food, etc. This is, this is absolutely true. But that motivation has to be from God. Like Jesus said, you pray, don't pray in outside world, pray privately, for instance, just so when you do give to the poor, God sees it. And God is pleased this after God is moving in the heart. But if you give to the poor in a public and donation, let everybody see that you're, you have reaped your rewards. That's what Jesus said. Okay, so you got that? So justification, how we come to God, to God's family, not by morals, exhortations, not by the moral values, trying to be a social justice person will not get you to heaven. Trying to be a kind person will not get you to heaven. But let God come to your life. Receive the righteousness, the perfectly obedient life of Jesus into your life as your personal Savior and Lord. That will get you to heaven. And after heaven, you should really begin to be to continue to ask God to change you, to move you, so that you will continue to, uh, to serve Him out of what He has done in your life. That's the way to go. The Lord bless you.